Scoot up here. Scoot up here. If you're little, get up front. It's all right. Come here. Come on up. Come on up. KJV, but God commandeth his, commandeth his love toward us in that we, while we were all yet sinners, Christ died for us. to welcome everybody to Sunday School this morning. Say it's good to be here. It's good to hear little kids sing. Um, just looking for a good day and look for uh, what God has in store for us. And just hoping that somebody come and get saved and or somebody that's been out that will come and renew up. Um, we're just looking to have a good day in the Lord and see what God has in store for us. Well, that's the Lord to dismiss this Sunday School.
I like that song the kids sang about Zacchaeus. Takes me back to the day that he went home with me. The greatest day in my life. It's good to be in the Lord's house. And my, me and my wife was talking, coming to church this morning about how good the Lord been to it. Of course, we do that a lot because it, you can't you can't tell enough how. I don't care who you're talking to about how good the Lord's been to you. Even if you talk to, to, could talk to Job, he'd tell you the Lord's been good to him. He told, he told his wife, so the Lord, the Lord maketh and the Lord taketh away, and blessed be the name of the Lord. And that was right in the midst of all of his pain and suffering and loss. Don't matter. We can have it kind of what we think's rough in this life, and some people do. But most most people that I know that's been saved by the grace of God, even in the midst of their trouble and their pain and whatever's going on, they'll tell you the Lord's been good to them. I remember my grandpa, he had, he'd had several strokes and was couldn't get out of bed, couldn't do nothing for himself. He just he could move his right hand. That's about all he could do. And he could speak, talk just a little bit. But I remember going to see him not long before he died. And he raised his right hand up and pointed his finger and said, Ain't the Lord been good to us? And uh, God's people that's been saved by the grace of God have got a testimony. Don't matter what kind of shape this carcass gets in, uh, this thing's going to leave here anyway. But regardless what happens to us in this life, the Lord's been good to us. He saved me when I was just a boy, and He's kept me down this far by His grace. Only through his mercy and his goodness and his grace. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. And uh, I, ain't, I ain't a whole lot but what I am. It's by his grace. And uh, our lesson this morning is in, still in the 21st chapter of the book of John. And uh, uh, there's a scripture that was in last week's lesson I wanted to read before I do this the 12th verse Jesus saith unto them come and dine and none of the disciples durst ask him who art thou knowing that it was the Lord and uh, I was thinking uh, there's, a, there's a song it's in a lot of our song books I don't know if anybody ever sings it in church or anywhere or not but it was one of my dad's favorite songs it said come and dine the master calleth come and dine we can feast at Jesus table all the time and uh, he's got a table spread and he's got it spread this morning and if I don't get my knees under the table and get fed, it's my fault. 
He's called, he told them to come and dine. He had, and that, that's in this lesson this morning, he had, he had the fish already fixed and bread and uh, told them to come and dine. And they had, they had to go get it. And we can, we've, all, we've, we've come this far. We got up this morning and got cleaned up, come to God's house, good thing. That's, that's, that's only part of the, like the saying goes, that's only part of the story. The Bible said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So God wants us to lay our life on the altar for him, say, Lord, here I am. You use me any way you want to. I'm yours. And that's, I was talking about the day I got saved, that Sunday morning in 1956, when I come to Jesus, I gave my life to him. I'm his. Now, a lot of times I hold back, and I, I, every one of us does, sometime or other. I, I hold back, and I, this, this guy right here gets in my way. This thing up, this, this brain up here ain't been saved. Now, I've got a hope, and this is off of the lesson, I guess, but I've got a hope in this fellow right here. My soul's already got eternal life. It's already in God's kingdom. And Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit dwell in here in my soul. This body, he didn't change this thing. He told me to keep myself unspotted from the world. He didn't. He didn't. Now he gave he what he put down in here gave me a want to to do that. Down in here. But it's a battle sometimes. Every one of you knows that. We we've got a battle every day. Anyway, let's get back to the lesson. Come and dine. So when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He, he saith unto him, Feed my lambs. God, when he saved me, and when he saved you, he put his love down in here. Now, we all, we, all, we can all, if we've been saved by the grace of God, and we've we're got our heart where they ought to be, we can everyone say we love the Lord. And I love that song they sang in the choir, I love the blessed Savior divine. It's one of my favorite songs. He put a love down in my heart the day I got saved. Now, I didn't love Jesus before I got saved. I might have I loved my mom and dad. Well, I, I, did, I did love them. But other than that, I don't know if I did, loved anybody else or not. But the day I got saved, God put a love down in here that surpasses anything I'd ever known. 
And it's, it, it seems to me like, maybe, maybe it's just me, but it seems to me like that that love he put down in there just kept right on growing. And uh, if we love God, God's put us all, he, he told Peter, he said, now, if you love me, feed my lambs. Peter had a job to do. And he done it. He done it well. Now, wasn't long before this, he denied Jesus. After Jesus told him he was going to, and he still went ahead and done it. And then it, when, the, when the rooster crowed, why well, he remembered what Jesus told him. Did you ever, did you ever deny Jesus? Now, I don't mean you don't. You don't have to say, I don't. I never knew the man like Peter did. But did your actions ever show people that you, you wasn't what you said you was? Every one of us has been there sometime or other. If we've been saved by the grace of God, I, I get up here every Sunday, and I say this every Sunday too, probably, but I get up here every Sunday and, and tell, tell the world, whoever happens to be listening, that this getting saved is the best thing ever happened to me, and it absolutely is. There is nothing no better in this world than being saved. But if I say that, and then I... I let the devil talk this carcass here into messing up. Then to somebody that's looking at my life or listening to me try to teach Sunday school or whatever, I've made a lie out of what I've told them. If I love the Lord, I ought to be doing my job. That's what he's telling Peter. If you love me, now, Peter, just, just before this, Peter had been a fisherman. And nothing wrong with fishing. Not a thing. Somebody's got to catch the fish. And uh, not, a, not a thing wrong with in it. There's a lot of things that God has placed in this world that it's fine for us to take part in. But if we let them come between us and God and between us and doing our job for God, then we made sin out of them. So, we got to lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. If I let if I let something get in my way of doing my work for Jesus, I've made sin out of it. If I, can, if, I can keep, if I can keep those things in their place, they're fine. Not, not a thing wrong with them. God's blessed us with a lot, of, a lot of good things. I remember uh, Albert Smith, not, I know some of you remember Albert real great preacher 
one of the best I ever heard. <clears throat> and pastored this church several different times, but he loved to fish. But I heard him telling church, <clears throat> he, he said he's going to have to quit fishing. He said he got down on his knees to pray, and, and he could see that bobber going down the river. So if we, let, if, we, if we let things get in our way, we need to move them out of the way. Or get them, get them in their place. And uh, so he said, Peter, do you love me? Now, the fellow that wrote this commentary, I, I, I kind of disagree with him on, he was talking, he, he tried to take this back to when Peter denied Jesus and that Jesus was trying to get back at him for denying him. You remember when when the cock crowed, the Bible said that Peter went out and wept bitterly. He repented right there. He knew he'd done wrong. Did you ever did you ever have the rooster crow? Let you know you done wrong, and uh, I've had I've had God. I couldn't tell you the number of times. Come right here and say you're you're wrong. And I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you how many times in my life, and I've been saved since I was a 15 year old boy. I couldn't tell you how many times in my life I've had to repent. But I've got a God that's been there every time. And he loves me far more than I could ever love him. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed him could have life. That was me. And I couldn't have done that. Absolutely, I if it had been between me and one of my kids, it would have been me. That's just the way it was, and it still is. And uh, God, God loves us far more than we could ever love him, but he put his love down in here. We've got the love of God down in our soul if we've been saved. And we ought to let that show up on the outside. A lot of times we get this fella here in the way and it don't show up like it ought to. Our light don't shine. He told us to let our light so shine before men that they might see our good works and come in and glorify the Father which is in heaven. That's our job. It ain't all, we, we ain't all preachers and we can't all sing and, and there's, a, there's a lot of things that I can't do. But God wants me to do what little bit I can do with every bit of the spirit that he'll put down in here for me to do it with and every bit of the love that he's given me. He wants me to do that with... with the, there's a, I got a scripture wrote down here if I can find it. Uh, I don't know. He said, what thy hand find to do. It's in Ecclesiastes. What thy hand find to do, do with thy might, for there's no power... In it, I can't quote it all. 
in their grave whether thou goest. We've got just a short time while we're here to get our work done. To warn our people not to go to hell. That's our job. Jesus paid the price. He told us to present it to the world. Let them know how good it is to be saved. And the way we do that is to live like it's good enough to be saved. I love I love what God put down in my life. And I I think everybody here does too. We what God done for us is beyond telling. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Uh, you can't you can't tell it. You you can try to tell somebody that's not been saved about being saved and they can't they, they just don't get it. But if you if you live your life to where people can see a difference in you, it'll make a difference in them. If we love God, do do our very best to follow him, it'll have an effect on somebody. Anybody got a comment? So if you love me, feed my sheep. He saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. Peter had a seemingly to us a great big job. And we can look at Terry Brock and say, well, he's got, the, he's got the biggest job in this church. And as far as I'm concerned, he does. But what his job is, is to follow God. What my job is, is to follow God. And I can't preach. That's God never did call, call me to preach, and I'm glad he didn't. That appears to me to be a real hard job. But if you, if, you, if you can't get this guy out of the way, and I have a struggle with this, if you can't get this guy out of the way, anything God gives you is a real hard job. Because it ain't, it ain't, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. That's, that's where the work comes from. That, that works on people's hearts. The words that I speak can't get down in somebody's heart. God, if, if God's spirit moves in it, now that can get down in your heart. But if I don't get me out of the way and let the spirit use me, then it, it's just words. So we, we need to humble ourselves and and let the love of God come out of our heart and let our people see that we got something they need. I know everybody here can say, same as me, I, when I was, before I got saved, I, I could see something different in the church. And uh, 
Now that something difference in me, he made a difference in my life. Complete turnaround. When I left church on that Sunday morning, I was walking on the clouds. And even the trees looked brighter, everything looked brighter. Just from a natural standpoint. And my life, when I, when I followed the Lord, and there's been a lot of times I haven't, but when I followed the Lord, my life's been the brightest that it could ever be. And we was talking this morning about how good God's been to us. And God blessed us beyond measure. I ain't never been rich, never planned to be in this life. But God's blessed us with plenty. Most of all, he saved us. You can't get no better than that. So feed my sheep. Do your job, Peter. Peter just before that said, I don't I don't even know the man. After Jesus rose from the dead and presented himself to the disciples. I don't, I don't read about none of them saying anywhere I don't know the man. If you, if, you read, if you read the history, of the, the 12 apostles, and they, they, some of it's in the Bible, but if you read the history of the 12 apostles, the, the fellow that wrote this lesson is the only one of them that died a natural death. From all their failures before, after the, after the resurrection and their witness, they stood for God to, to the death. They all died a violent death except John. And I'll, I'll throw this in according to history now. now I know John was uh, put on the Isle of Patmos, the Bible said, for the word of God. But according to history, he had his eyes put out also. So he was treated pretty bad. But they all stood for God. And that's, that's what he's telling Peter. You do your job. And Peter, if you remember, on the day of Pentecost, and I think I may be getting into next week's lesson, but on the day of Pentecost, Peter, the Bible said, stood up with 11. And he preached, he preached the gospel. And there was 3,000 souls saved that day. He'd done his job. And I've, I've been in this church ever since I was, well, I, I, st I was coming here when we was having meetings in, in people's houses with my mom. And uh, 
I can I can look back what I can remember anyway. And as far as I'm concerned, they, this was a great church even before we had a building to have church in. And God was blessing real great and still is. God's blessed this church in every way possible and uh, it's because there's been a, at least a few people that was letting their love for God show and was doing their job. And uh, we, we talk a whole lot. We go, I mentioned Elbert Smith a while ago. He was one of the great ones. And uh, I could go on and on and on about people in, that I remember from my childhood up to now. And some of the people that's in this church right now, a whole lot of them actually are heroes of mine. God's blessed us to be on a journey with some real great people. And uh, he wants us, he wants us to, to treat him just like he treats us. Have you ever had anybody have you ever had anybody love you much as Jesus does? You never will either. But he wants us to love him like he loves us and treat him like he treats us. I've failed, I've failed a lot of times in that respect. Once in a while, God let me get hooked up just right. And, and by, by the spirit I feel in here, I know he's pleased with what I'm doing. But a lot of times I fail. It's good to be here this morning, huh? I thank God for what I thank God for the love He's given us and that He's given us the opportunity this morning to return that love to let the world know about the love of Jesus that's in our souls and how good it is to be saved. It's the greatest thing ever happened to me in my life. good to be saved. Anybody else? He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, Feed my sheep. And 
Jesus, uh, one point I wanted to make, every time, there's, there's several times in the Bible that Jesus asked people questions. And God just, in, back in the first, in the Garden of Eden, he called out to Adam, said, Adam, where art thou? God wasn't, God wasn't calling Adam because he didn't know where he was at. God knew where Adam was at all the time. He, and Jesus knew where Peter's heart was at all the time. Here, if he, when he said, do you love me? He already knew the answer to that. He wanted Peter to know it. I know. I got it in here that Jesus loves me. The little kids sang a song, Jesus loves me. And I've, I've been taught that ever since I was just a little kid, that Jesus loved me. And that was in here. And I can think about that in here, but if I don't, if I don't get this guy out of the way and, and, and let that boil up in here, then I don't enjoy it like I ought to. And, but God already knew that Peter loved him. He just wanted Peter to express that love and, and, and know what it was. Know how great it is. When you can, right out of your heart, tell God how much you love him, it stirs something down in here that's beyond, beyond telling. I've, I've got down to pray a few times in my life and couldn't even speak a word. It was just bubbling up down inside. There wasn't no words to tell it. It's beyond telling. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's, that's all you can say for it. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. The greatest thing on this earth is being saved by the grace of God. And know absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt when, you, when they pull you up here in the box, you got a better place on the other side. And when, when, I leave, when we leave here, I'll, I'll speak for all of us, been saved by the grace of God. When we leave here, be just like uh, when the uh, beggar died, the angels carried him to Abraham's bosom. And God, God's going to take us home one of these days. And the Bible said, I have not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath entered the heart of men the things that God has prepared for them that love him. And that's not just on the other side. Although everything over there is beyond telling. But when you get, when the spirit moves down in your soul and God lifts you up, it's, that's beyond telling. I can't. I can't tell you how I felt this morning. Actually, I felt good. And that ain't, that, I just don't get it done. It's joy unspeakable. In other words, you can't tell it. Just do the best you can. And if, if it's as good as I say it is, 
then on Sunday morning, I'm, if I'm able, I ought to be in the Lord's house. I ought to present my body before Him, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. But God don't ask anything out of me that's unreasonable. He's allowed us time to go to work and do all the things that we need to do in this life. And he's even made allowance. He said, if your ox is in the ditch, why well, you, you go get him out. In other words, you can do on, on Sunday, if you have to, get your ox out of the ditch. If something happens you have to take care of, then God understands that. What he wants, what he wants is your heart in the right place. If, I can, if I'm not able to come to church on Sunday, then I ought to be praying for the people that can. Say, Lord, give them a good meeting. Help them, Father, to reach the lost. Or if I'm if I'm where I can, I can look at I can watch it on the internet. And I've got some real good blessings just watching services on the internet. And uh, it's a real great thing to have if you can't come to church. Anybody got anything? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, when thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and, and walkest whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. And uh, one of these days, Every one of us, if we live long enough, going to get to where we ain't able to do what what we want to do. And uh, I remember my wife's grandpa, Leonard Mason, coming to church and laying down on the front bench. wasn't hardly able to set up, but he still come to church. And uh, I ain't saying you ought to come if you ain't able, but. Uh, it's it's that kind of it's that kind of love that I'm talking about this morning in this lesson. I can't see that clock, but I'm pretty sure we're about out of time. But uh, let me read this last verse, and then I got another thing I want to read. This spake he, signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he saith unto him, Follow me. And uh, according, to, according to history, Peter was crucified on a cross upside down. He wanted, uh, They said he, he didn't want to be crucified standing up like Jesus was, so they done it, put him on the cross upside down. And uh, so he, he suffered in the flesh but he glorified God in all of his life 
because he loved, he loved God and he'd done the job that God put him in. And uh, if we do that, we'll glorify God. Now, there's a, I've got a scripture here I want to read, and then I'm done. And uh, this is one of my favorite scriptures, really, in the 116th Psalm. David said, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplication. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compassed me, and the pains of, pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord, O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. And, and God... If you've been saved by the grace of God, every one of us got that same testimony. We was all, I remember, I remember the day, I remember, I remember how I felt the day God got